Well, now it's my great pleasure and honor to introduce a friend of the show, a former Get More Smarter podcast guest who I just saw on the Today Show this weekend, Congressman Jason Crow from Colorado 6th Congressional District. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Hey, gents. Uh, good to be back on with you. Well, we want to jump right in. Uh, last week, obviously, there was an insurrection and an attempted coup at the U.S. Capitol. I think we're all still trying to find the words for it. But if you wouldn't mind, take us through that day in the Capitol. What do you remember leading up to the moment when that threat became real? Yeah, well, you know, there, there was tension in the days leading up to um, that debate on the objections for obvious reasons. You know, we knew that there was going to be a rally. Uh, we, we saw the, the, the news reports about the, th- the threat and violence and the, the riots. Um, I got up earlier that day and went to the gym like I normally do, the, the members gym. And I actually got into a debate, a pretty heated debate, with um, one of my, uh, my uh, uh, colleagues, Republican colleagues, about um, the objection. He was going to object later that day. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of confronted him about it. And, uh, you know, I, I told him that it was going to lead to violence, uh, that this furthers the, the fervor and advances the conspiracy movements. And I, and I said, you know, you, you have, this is, this is going to get ugly later today. And he was, he was convinced that it wouldn't. And he said, oh, if there's, you know, if there's violence, then it would be stopped by Trump supporters. And I said, you're deluding yourself. Uh, so we, you know, kind of debated for 15, 20 minutes. That, w- that was that morning. Went back to my office, you know, work, worked from the office, uh, the, my office building in Longworth for a little while. Uh, and then about 1230, I headed over to the Capitol. I was hoping to debate and speak later in the day. I didn't have a slot yet, but I wanted to see how the debate started just so I, I knew what people were saying. So, um, so I was sitting up in the gallery, got up the gallery around 1245, the proceedings gaveled in at, at one o'clock and the debate was proceeding, you know, through one, through one o'clock, one thirty. All of us, there was about two dozen members that were up there with me. We were watching on our phones, the crowd as it came to the Capitol and started to clash with, um, the, the police. And, you know, I, I just remember the thought crossing my mind. I said, wow. I mean, the, the, the crowd is so much larger than the number of police out there. I just don't know how they're going to hold them back if this continues. And lo and behold, a few minutes later, um, we saw that they were breaking through that outer cordon. Um, things really started to move fast uh, after that. Uh, within minutes, we heard they were uh, um, coming to the Capitol. The mob was, was, was descending on the Capitol. Uh, security came in and, and uh, whisked away leadership. Um, Mr. Hoyer and, and, and Speaker Pelosi and McCarthy and, and uh, the rest. Uh, then we got word that they had breached the Capitol. Uh, and they asked us to get our emergency masks out because they were going to be deploying tear gas in the Capitol. That's when I knew that they had lost control, that um, uh, the crowd was in the, in the Capitol. You know, most of the officers were on the outside. They had been overwhelmed and there weren't many left on the inside. Uh, and if they were deploying tear gas in the Capitol and asking us to put our masks on, I, I, I knew that the, the plan, the plan had, had unraveled if there had been one. Um, they evacuated the members on the floor, but they were, they were still us, you know, the, the two dozen of us up on the, the gallery. Uh, and it, it became obvious to us that they had essentially forgotten that there were members up in the gallery because they were so focused on the members on the floor. And it was at that point, uh, Diana, actually Diana get yelled out, what about us? Uh, as they were finalizing the evacuation of the members on the floor. The next thing I saw was just still shocking to me. Uh, as we were getting our masks and I was helping the other members 
uh, get their, their masks on, I looked over and I saw the Capitol Police were locking us into the chamber. That they were closing all of the doors and, and letting the locking, and then they were starting to take furniture and um, stack it up against the doors, barricade us inside. It was at that point that I knew that we were trapped, that there was no way out, uh, and that the mob had encircled us. Uh, so I called my wife, I made a decision to call my wife. I told her I, that I loved her uh, and um, to tell the kids that as well, and that um, I was either going to have to make a stand or fight our way out, and that I would let her know, you know when I made it to safety. Then I kind of immediately got into combat mode or ranger mode, as I sometimes say, and I just started to go down a checklist of, of, of what I needed to do. So I helped the, the members get their masks ready. I went and checked the doors. There were far more doors than there were officers, probably a dozen officers that were in there with us. Went and, and checked all the doors, made sure they were locked, uh, moved all uh, the members to a defensive position, got them all together away from the doors, uh, asked them to remove their pins because if we had to fight and people had to move through the mob, I didn't want them easily identifiable to the mob. I was looking for whatever weapons I could use. Uh, and there was a moment where um, I actually thought of, um, I was gonna ask one of the officers for his gun uh, because um, I didn't know whether or not he was capable uh, of using it. And I don't mean in terms of training, right. uh, I mean, um, you know, those of us who have been in combat, you know, know that some people uh, at that moment just can't do it. Um, but I know that I can. Uh, and I wasn't going to allow harm to come to my colleagues. I decided not to. Uh, we were trapped there for about a half an hour uh, until finally an emergency response team, a SWAT team, was able to charge through the mob and, and clear a path for us. Uh, the, the, they, we opened up one of the doors, uh, rushed through. You know, the, we, I saw you know members of the the riot, uh, the, the mob rioters uh, being held at bay by the SWAT team. They took us down the stairs and through the tunnels to safety. Uh, so all of that was. Uh, about an hour, hour long. Thank God. How do you explain this to your kids when you got back home? Um, I still am working through that, actually. You know, I have a seven-year-old and 10-year-old. Uh, my seven-year-old um, doesn't quite grasp what's happening. And obviously, you know, we're giving her less information. Um, my 10-year-old gets it. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's, he's having a little bit more challenge dealing with it now. Uh, needless to say, we're having a lot of family sleepovers now. Um, but you know, you have to be honest with them. You can't be dishonest because kids will figure it out. But, um, I'm also not going to give the full story to them at this point. I mean, that will come with time. Right. It seems like this could have been a lot worse. I mean, there were incendiary devices, there were Molotov cocktails, there were weapons, there was the gallows. Uh, these people were not screwing around, um, even though there were a bunch of monstrous idiots. Um, what do you think prevented a greater tragedy, despite the fact that you said, and I agree, that there's clearly not a good or any plan? Um, I think we got lucky, uh, which is not a great answer. Nope. I think we, we very, very narrowly averted uh, a much greater disaster, right? And, and that's why, you know, frankly, I'm at a point where I kind of bristle to these, you know, there are memes going around joking about the QAnon shaman and, and, and uh, jokes, you know, uh, video clips of, you know, these, these, these you know, young, young folks saying, oh, it was pepper sprayed and you know, people kind of making light of it. There were some exceptionally dangerous people uh, in, in that riot uh, that wanted to kill us. And, and they would have had they been given the opportunity. That's pretty clear at this point. 
Yeah. They had the, they had the means, they had the intent, uh, and they came very, very close. Uh, they came within you know, two inches of wood door uh, between us and them because they were trying to batter down the doors as we were holding them. So, uh, yeah, th this was a catastrophic security failure, uh, but it could have been far, far worse in terms of loss of life. Uh, but I have to give some props to the officers. Um, you know, what I saw was just incredible bravery. People, you know, officers that were put into an untenable situation uh, that were willing to give their lives. They were doing everything possible to hold back the mob uh, under just terrible circumstances um, that uh, did their job admirably. Now, what we are gonna see is we're gonna see some folks that also were derelict in their duty. We're already seeing that. Uh, we will bring those folks to justice appropriately. Uh, but we will also will uphold the, the bravery and the courage of those that did their job uh, under terrible circumstances. I want to talk about impeachment, which seems to be imminent. Trump and his supporters say that impeachment would be divisive, which I find absurd. Do we really even have a choice at this point? I don't think we have a choice. I mean, first of all, uh, you know, th those who brought us to this point um, uh, have no credibility. Yep. Uh, and, and what's what's divisive and what's unifying or not. They've had no credibility for a long time because they brought us here. Right. This is no this is not a story in my book about Donald Trump. Because we know Donald Trump. We've known him for a very, very long time. Right. He has shown us over and over and over again who he is. Uh, he's a violent man. He's an unstable man. Uh, he's not fit to be the president in many different ways. And he's shown it, uh, thus, that for a long time. That's why, you know, a year ago, I, I, I helped prosecute the case to remove him then because I knew who he was. Uh, to me, the story is more about the enablers at this point. You know, those members of Congress, his inner circle, the cabinet members that should know better, who also have, have the same information I've had uh, and could have arrived at the same judgment. Uh, if they were really putting their self-interests and their own political and power ambitions aside and looking at this with clarity uh, and, 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 and pure um, motivations, they would arrive at the same conclusion. That's what this is about. Uh, so they still have that chance. And I've said over and over again, they say, well, is it too late? Well, it's too late to unwind what happened on Wednesday. But, but it's never too late to do the right thing. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm still an optimistic person. I don't think I'm, I'm naive. I'm not holding my breath that many of them are going to cross over, but I'm, I'm optimistic that, you know, people can still do the right thing. And I think we will see some of them do that. Uh, and we will hold up that, that courage as well, uh, to promote it. Um, but yeah, I don't think we have a choice, right? We have to show that this will not stand. We have to send a message to the world. We have to send a message to our democracy, uh, to the American people, to law abiding, good American people. Uh, that want to see the restoration of order, but we also have to send a message to the insurrectionists that uh, you will not win. You will never win. Uh, we will beat you. Uh, and, and it will start with the impeachment of Donald Trump. It's a better segue than I thought it might be, and I'm sure you're sick of talking about this, but in an interview with Nine News this week, you said there was no doubt that your new colleague from the 3rd Congressional District, Lauren Boebert, was part of inciting the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol and that you were investigating your options. We're under no illusion that she's going to resign despite hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of calls for that over the past week or so. Um, do you think she could be expelled? And either way, what remedies are available for someone like that who quite clearly was sympathetic to the cause and 
depending on how you look at it, was either providing encouragement, comfort, or even intelligence to the people who were storming the Capitol. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, she she helped incite this and bears some responsibility for it. Uh, and, um, you know, that uh, she brought dishonor on the country and on the state of Colorado and to the third congressional district. There's no doubt about that. Um, and, and I also don't think that she's going to change. I mean, she's showing us who she is uh, and continues to, to this day. Um, so we are looking at options. Um, uh, you know, there, there's obviously a wide range of options from ethics investigations to censure to expulsion. And I'm doing that analysis with my colleagues now uh, to see what's, what's appropriate. Before we let you go, what, if there's any lesson in all this, what, what have you gleaned from it that, that maybe we can learn going forward? You know, I, I, I've just thought a lot about this and, and I don't have the answers yet, by the way. I'm just going to give you a glimpse into kind of where my mind is at sure. right now. And um, I, I don't have any I don't have any um, conclusions yet, but this is the thought process that I'm going through right now. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm obviously still dealing with this on my own terms uh, and, uh, you know, the trauma on its own terms. So I'm, always, I'm trying to think about you know, how much of my thought process is being impacted uh, by that as well, because everybody's impacted by trauma uh, and everybody's impacted differently. Uh, but I have to lead. You know, I have an obligation to lead now. And, and the danger is far from over. Right? We saw that the birth of a domestic terrorist movement uh, this past week uh, that um, is real, it's big, uh, and poses uh, uh, big dangers to our domestic security. Um, and we're going to have to deal with it in the years ahead. So I have to be clear-eyed and um, um, you know, uh, uh, clear, clear of thought. The thing that I'm struggling with is how do I deal with those colleagues, you know, that, um, represent, you know, 45, 46% of America, you know, that supported Donald Trump. Um, and there's different groups of people, right? There's, there's, you know, the insurrectionists, there's violent people, which is a, is, is a subset of that, but there are other folks who, um, you know, are very frustrated. Uh, and uh, feel very disenchanted. Um, and, I, and I don't think the answer is to shut them out because that would uh, uh, just further this tribalism, uh, further this, um, this deepening of the divisions in the country. So, you know, what is that balance? The thing that I'm struggling with, what is that balance between accountability uh, and the push for truth uh, and trying to uh, say enough is enough and take a, a stand based on grounds of morality and, and values and security versus reconciliation and, and the need to go forward and to heal uh, because there are a lot of Americans that voted for Donald Trump and that continue to support him. And, and we would ignore that, I think, at our peril. So um, that's the challenge set out before us in, in the months and years ahead. Uh, and we, we're going to have to figure that out. Well, we know you're incredibly busy and we are so grateful for your time. Thank you so much for what you did last week, for what you do for us every day, and for joining us again on the Get More Smarter podcast. Congressman Jason Crow from Colorado's great 6th Congressional District, it's an honor to have you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be with all of you. Thank Stay you. safe.